August 24th, and this is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Why are you laughing? Because today is April 25th. What? You said August 24th. <laughs> you jumped so far ahead in the future. Laughing to keep from crying. I'm very scatterbrained today, but nonetheless, it is actually what date? Today's April 25th. Got it. 2023. Also, Mercury's in retrograde, in case you were wondering. That explains a lot. I love how we say Mercury Mercury's in, in microwave, and we'd be like, that explains it. And it's like, or maybe you just don't got your act together. Maybe it's that. Not a retrograde, really, be. Okay. All right. Well, well, shout out to the retrograde. It's also National DNA Day, National Telephone Day, National Library Workers Day. So, shout out to all the library workers who are having to deal with these book bans, and it's really some BS. And uh, shout out to National Hairstyles Appreciation Day. So shout out to my braider, Angie Styles, who be doing the dang thing, okay? Um, and shout out to National DNA Day. So that's shout out to everybody who found out that they are somebody's daddy. Thanks to <laughs> DNA. <laughs> All right, Jeremiah, like the Bible. Let's get into some black ear news. All right. Coming up this hour, we're going to talk about the police who charged both a student and a teacher for a fight at Rocky Mount High School in North Carolina. Also, apparently the view hosts have to say that Christians are the meanest people online. So we're going <laughs> to talk about that. And speaking about people online, we're going to go to Amanda in the comments this hour. Uh, Amanda in the comments, Amanda in the comments, Amanda goes in the comments. I'm going to get like a real recording of that so that it like feels really like the acapella version. Do you? I don't think so. <laughs> um, before we get out of here and get into our next break, I want to remind you that if you haven't gotten your tickets to Smart, Funny, and Black going down in Los Angeles on March 8th, why do I not know months today on May 18th? Then you are playing yourself. It's going to be Jaleel White versus Wayne Brady. Tickets are available at amandaseals.com. And more importantly, tickets are affordable mm-hmm. at amandaseals.com. Okay. I keep seeing people complaining about the ticket prices as they rightfully should be. Well, we are not doing that. Okay. We are giving you tickets that you can afford. So get your tickets. Come on through and give us a call right here at the show. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. I am scatterbrained. I'm going to sip some water. And by the time I get back here, we are going to have the right attitude to listen, laugh and learn. It's the Amanda Seals show. Y'all, this is the Amanda Seals Show. It's your favorite comedian and comments and specialist, Amanda Seals. And it is time to get into some Black Year news. This story is kind of wild. It is crazy. Have you ever Literally. swung on a teacher, Amanda? Have I ever swung on a teacher? No, but intellectually I have. <laughs> okay, well, police charged both a student and teacher for a fight at Rocky Mount High School in North Carolina. So the fight happened in the classroom and a video of it was posted on social media and, of course, went viral. Naturally. But Savietta Steele, a substitute teacher, was charged with simple assault, and the, t- and the student was charged with simple assault through juvenile peti- p- petition. Okay. Um, so this is crazy. Like, I feel like this is not the first time I've seen this online, this phenomenon of students fighting teachers. Well, first of all, it's also a substitute teacher, so the student doesn't have the same respect. Yeah. Like, that's not new at all. But the teacher was released on a written promise to appear in court And the school system said, Mrs. Steele is an employee of Kelly Services, which is a contracted vendor that provides substitutes for Nash County Public Schools. Her eligibility to continue employment will be determined by the outcome of the pending investigation. Now, the question here, though, is Jeremiah hit me in the group chat, y'all, and was like, is is, was this happening with your generation or have the kids always been um, crazy? Is it or is this new? (laughs) And I really feel like at the end of the day. Uh, there definitely is a lowered respect Mm -hmm. for elders in general. Right, right. And I do feel like these teachers do be, they be looking young Mm -hmm, mm AF. Not to their own fault, but I'm just saying like. I mean, as someone who taught high school and was a young looking (laughs) person, I can concur with that. Also, the kids look older. So it's kind of like you have older looking kids and younger looking teachers and you put them in the same room. In the same room. And they looking at you like, I think I can swing on you. You know, the other thing, too, is that there is something to be said for the fact that the Internet has created a leveler playing field for a lot of folks to Mm -hmm. feel like they can not only swing on a teacher physically, but like that they're intellectually on the same level, which also makes you feel like, let me get at you. Because I saw a really dope video the other day where this sister was saying that the Internet got people thinking like, 
oh, we're on the same level. Whereas when before the internet, it was like me and my 12-year-old crew is hanging out with my 12-year-old crew. Right, right. Me and my 16-year-old crew is hanging out with my 16- And we're talking about things amongst each other. And we getting it wrong mm-hmm. amongst each other. Right. But now you got the internet where people be like loud and wrong. And then like an older person will step in and be like, hey, you loud and wrong on that. And they be like, you a hater. <laughs> that is a thing that happens. I think it's also, there's been a conversation around this particular video of the fact that Teachers still have to remain composed in a scenario where kids are at this point literally physically abusing you. And it's kind of like as the adult there, you have to still kind of like take like, I guess, precautions, I guess, to protect yourself without getting charged. Well, it's the same way that a man who has a stronger physical capability than Mm -hmm. a woman who is harming him. Right. Would still be expected to restrain versus to retaliate. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. Sometimes. Oh. I don't teach no more, so it don't matter. But I, be, I feel like some of these kids still a child. Be like, I know them hits be hitting hard. Though. I know them hits feel like I know a forty year old. You like, woo, hoo, I get it. No, I get it. But that's still, it's still a child. It is. That's why in general teachers need to get paid more. Yes, and we need just more. Just we need more resources in schools because. The kids acting crazy. And the kids are acting crazy because of their home life. I'm about to say the parents acting crazy. Yeah. Everybody acting crazy. Everybody acting crazy. And ultimately, the teachers are expected to be the solvers of everything. And this is another reason why I'm like, yo, don't be putting guns in classrooms. Don't be putting guns Mm -hmm. in classrooms. Don't do it. Because listen, it gets heated. And next thing you know... That teacher is in the principal office talking about, <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to shoot them. Right, 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 right. I was just waving it around to let them know I mean business. They turned into a Mary J. Blige and Power Book. We don't need it. <laughs> we don't need it. Well, what do you all think? Do you think that if a teacher is being attacked by a student that they should not be expected to retaliate, but that they should be expected to restrain? Or do you feel like, you know what? If the student want to act grown, then this this classroom going to turn into a ring. Hit us up. one 855 8 That's one 855 5262-6328. We'll be right back with more Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Hope everybody's having a lovely Tuesday. The week is underway. And you know, for a lot of us, we be spending our day in life in the world, but also mm-hmm. in the metaverse of the internet. Yes, yes. And the view co-hosts were actually talking about the metaverse and internet and had to say that Christians are the meanest people online. Mm. It's always um, ironic to me and amazing to me how many people who say some of the most hateful things on social media have Christian yep. on their profile. Christian grandma sometimes. Yeah, Christian Agreed. grandma. And I you know, a lot of those. <laughs> the comedy about this is sunny in the background. Being like, mm-hmm. I get them all the time. Christian grandmas, you know what? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I feel like that's definitely true. Being on a show like The View, people are ready to, to disagree with you. I mean, you were on a talk show as well, so. No, listen, here's the thing. When it comes to the whole, like, Christians be the meanest on the internet, I really feel like it's because there's this, like, self-righteousness that mm-hmm. makes them feel like it's God that's got my back as I curse you out. Right, right. Which is interesting because <laughs> he don't, but... <laughs> I think even if you look at like the context of like the the whole self-righteous thing, you look at the actual Bible, like Jesus was like the one saying the most religious people were like in the wrong. Like he was he was talking about those people and they're on the Internet being those people in like his defense, I guess. So it's kind of weird. Well, I mean, we also know that there's just been a very strong movement of people just hiding behind religion right. to act an ass. Right, right. Right. Like that's really a real thing. And I know that on the Internet, I, I'm so amazed every time that it be the ones saying the meanest stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you go to their you go to their profile. And it's always child of God. A Bible verse. A Bible verse. Like they be having like Jesus loves me. This I know. And I'm like, I mean, OK, but. Did, do you also WWJD? Because Jesus would not have come in my comments and come at me the way you just did. Like you literally called me everything but a child of God. <laughs> and said it with a smiley face. I don't, I don't. I'm not saying you need to come at them sideways, but there needs to be a mindfulness of the fact that the space that you're in, you are also responsible for crea- curating that. Yes, Elamas, do you hear that? She's talking to you. I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> because y'all, uh, Jeremiah like to Jeremiah like to be the oh I'm non-confrontational like I'm not I'm just here for the I'm riding the well, wave. It's really because the other verse Jeremiah not like the Bible go be in the comments acting crazy with you. But like. why? 
Because people get on the internet and be talking crazy. Like, who are you talking? Because now you're talking to me crazy. Here's the thing, though. I'm talking about like. And I'm petty. That's the thing. It's really posting ghosts. But I'm like posting ghosts. Now I'm being there with you now because now you got me wasting my time. I'm like, you know what? No, posting ghosts. Posting ghosts. I'm going to talk about your mama. I'm going to talk about your mama. Listen, the way that people are out here like misrepresenting Christianity is not just in the internet. It's in legislation. It's so bonkers. Like, listen, listen, listen to this clip from the Tennessee State uh, House of Representatives. Representative Reagan, do you believe it is racist to prohibit concepts on systemic racism in the history of America? Once again, my belief is in God. I settle other things with facts and data. We keep bringing up God, but God says in Isaiah 10, woe to those who pass unjust laws that hurt the poor and rob them of their rights. And so stop using God to justify your bigotry. Stop using God to justify hatred and racism. Stop using God to President to put Jones, a, you were out of order. Now he said he out of order. <laughs> No, sex is always trying to tell Representative Jones he's out of order. Shout out to Representative Jones checking Representative Reagan, who was literally trying to pass a bill to censor divisive concepts. And of course, it was successfully passed at Tennessee colleges, which is really just a a uh, copy of the bill that your man's in DeSantis is tra- passed. Florida. Yes, it's very that. And he's like, I, I don't have to answer your questions. I answer to God. But it, then you got mad because he responded with a, a Bible, Bible verse. verse. <laughs> it's like, we talking about God now. And God said this. I just, listen, so we say all that to say that if you're out here and you repping Christianity, rep it all the time, even over Wi-Fi. Yeah. All right. I'm with you. That's it for Black Your News. What do you got coming up next? Coming up next, we're going to stay on the Wi-Fi because we got Amanda in a comment uh, coming yes. up soon. Hopefully there are no mean comments. Ooh, doubt it. That's coming up next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. This is Jeremiah Like the Bible, joined by Amanda Seals. And Amanda, we got to get to the comments with our new segment. Amanda in the comments, Amanda in the comments, Amanda goes in the comments. So what's yeah. happening in them comments today? So y'all know that I be on the internet and the comments really be popping off. Now, we just came off a break where we were talking about how like the Christians really be coming real sideways in the comments. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I had, an, I had a choice today to share a comment that someone had said to me that was so unbelievably mean that when I told it to a friend of mine, it literally took her breath away. But I said, you know what? We got enough bad news. I'm not going to do that to y'all. I'm going to share these comments. All right. So this comment was something that someone posted under a video I did about gun control. And they said, when one purchases an AR-15, you've just told me you're mentally ill. Let's just start there. Use AR-15 purchase as a warning sign. White man shrug emoji. And I thought that was actually a very interesting concept because ultimately we've been talking about how, oh, when we hear gun control, the the the, the number one counter is we don't need to worry about the guns. Mm-hmm. We need to worry about mental health. But realistically speaking, why do you want an AR-15? I'm scared of you. I'm scared. <laughs> like, I think they make a really valid point. If you got an AR-15... For what reason? That makes me look at you like there's something going on. You got high levels of paranoia or you really, really like want to just not just kill and hunt something, but like mm-hmm. a bl- yeah, obliterate I'm it. I'm calling them folks on you if I find that you got an AR. All right. Someone in the comments also said home protection. And it's like, where are you living? Where are you at? What is going on that you're like, I need an AR-15 to protect my home. If someone comes in your home... And you need an AR-15. First of all, you're going to ruin your home, right? by the way, because the AR-15 is shooting so many bullets so fast that, that you're, you're shooting up the whole you house. You might yourself. At that yes. Rate. You're going to shot the dog. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because you don't even really know how to use it. Right. You just... Okay? And by the way, it's always black guys that are like, it's home invasion. And I'm like, so what ends up happening is that you kill the person who invades your home, then the cops come and they kill you. Yeah, because they ain't asking no questions. Nope. They're just assuming that this was that person's home. And you got the AR-15, so. They also said in the video that while you're doing nothing, Mm -hmm. what do you think white nationalists are doing? And this woman, what this woman said, working to ensure their coup is successful, getting everything in place for 2024. It's happening all over the country. The coup never stopped. It went from federal level, plan A, when the lies failed in the court system to the state level. So that's the whole, we're going to try and steal this election. Mm -hmm. 
to plan B, where the judges are already bought and paid for. They won't fail again. Sickening. Now, listen, here's the thing. I'm not going to go with her on they won't fail again because I just haven't given up hope yet to that level. But what she's saying is like what we saw with the judge who tried to cancel my for Prestone. Mm. He's already been paid. Okay. He's already been paid. Then we saw the judge who did the stay of, uh, you know, tried to put in the block for your man's Donald Trump and she had already been paid. And so it slowed down things. So what she's saying is, y'all, you can't rest on your laurels because they not resting on theirs. They busy. Mm-hmm. They focus. And if you think a coup can't happen in America, that's literally how America started. I was about to say, I feel like it's historically <laughs> inaccurate. Like it's happened multiple times. Yes. Not just here. Other places around the world. But I'm just saying, people be thinking America. It's like, it's America. It's special. America was literally founded on a coup. I don't know if it's special. 1776, there was a coup. The Revolutionary War was a coup. Okay. They threw them tea bags in that, in that Boston Harbor. They said, right? get it out of here. And you know what? Your man, Crispus Attucks, was there. He was there. So that is me sharing with you today's Amanda in the comments. Amanda in the comments. And considering what we just said about how, like, people be in the comments acting really mean and really ridiculous, Mm -hmm. there's also people that are dropping gems. There's also people that are being kind. And there's also people that are alerting folks Mm -hmm. to what's coming. So I still read the comments, even though people tell me don't read the comments for those reasons. What you you should do? What should I do? Listen to these calls. We got calls coming up (laughs) next, Amanda Seals. And we want to hear from you guys. Call us at 1-855-AMANDA-8, 855-262-6382. Your calls are next on the Amanda Seals Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. This is Jeremiah Like the Bible, and I'm joined with none other than Amanda Seals. And it's time to hit the phone line. So yesterday we talked about a judge ordering the arrest of Antonio Brown over unpaid child support, and y'all had a lot to say. So let's play that call. Hey, Amanda. So I'm calling from Houston and I'm at the point right now. My son is going to be 15 and it's time that I think I involve the state to help me get child support from his sperm donor. Um, I have never been one of those females. I know you can't see your son. You don't help me. Um, I just feel like, hey, if you can support other women and their children, you can support your own child. So, yeah, I'll be heading to the state pretty soon. Have a good one. Oh. She said he was 15. 15. So she was she was holding out for a long time. She was really trying. She really listen. Your, your son is 15. You've been holding out. She referred to the son's father as a sperm donor. Yeah. I just feel like, listen, sis, you did what you had to do. You gave him a shot and she hit you with the humdinger. 15 years of back child support is crazy. I mean, I don't know if she would end up getting back child support, but she would at least get help in the next few years. And listen, 15, you're doing extracurricular activities. You're trying to get into college. Mm -hmm. And she hit us with a humdinger where she said, you supporting other women and their kids. So why are you not supporting your own? Taking them to McDonald's, getting Happy Meals. (laughs) And my son can have a Happy Meal with a toy. He likes toys. I just think it's real. I know that child support is very necessary for a lot of situations. Mm-hmm. So don't think for any second that I'm saying y'all be using the system. Like, no, sometimes that's why the system is there. Well, it was also a dig when I'm really watching you pay for other people's kids. It's like, Bro. even if I was off it, like, you know, it's fine. Now you're trying to play with me. Now, <laughs> so, you know what? Let me call the fitness folks. You're playing in my face. We're going to see the judge. Put your MLK uh, shoes on and your Malcolm X glasses because you're going before the judge. Where's that from? Going before the judge? Yes. I don't know. Jeremiah, you be saying things that sound like it's from somewhere, and then it's like, it's actually not from somewhere. Like, he's just saying it. You going before the judge. I'm like... want to see them folks. All right. Well, I think that's a real situation that uh, Homeboy is going to be very surprised about, because it sounds like he has he no know idea it is coming. Well, we want to hear more stories from y'all. Hit us up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We love... When y'all tell us what is going on and how, you know, all of this stuff is affecting you in real life. All right. When we get back, we got more Black Urine News. We got a white women gun control rally being organized in Colorado. I know some of y'all are like, why it's only white women? I'm explaining. I'm explaining. Plus, we've got the big up, let down and more. Don't go anywhere. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.
Y'all, this is Jeremiah Like the Bible. And we got to get into some black year news for you on this day, April 25th. 2023. Yes, that is the correct day. <laughs> oh, well, coming up this hour in Blacker News, we got a white women gun control rally being organized in Colorado. Mm. We're going to talk about why that's happening. Also, designer checks itself into a mental health clinic. Mm. We're going to talk about, you know, black mental health. That's yes. really important. Yes. Plus, we got your big up let down. Yes, we do. Plus, I want to remind you that on this day in 1944, the United Negro College Fund was incorporated. Mm. So I feel like that's a, a thing that we need to remember. This also, by the way, still in action. Okay, right. so I think a lot of people when they think about like scholarships, etc., like they forget that like the United Negro, the night the United Negro College Fund is like still there and functioning for your assistance. So make sure to use that as a resource. All right. Also, Ella Fitzgerald was born on this day in 1918. Well, that's got child. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I tried. All right, we got more of the show when we get back. Remember, if you've missed any of the show, all you got to do is sign up. I don't know why I said sign up. I don't know why I said that. All you got to do is go to wherever you get your podcasts and type in The Amanda Seal Show. All right? It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. Because where are you at? The Amanda Seal Show. Jeremiah's just looking at me like he like, don't understand what's at? going down. <laughs> I don't know that where I was going. Don't move, y'all. We'll be right back. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. This is Jeremiah Like the Bible, and I'm joined by Amanda Seals. Amanda, it's time for Black Year News. So what's going on in Colorado? Okay, so I got to let y'all know about this rally that's going on June 5th, 2023. That is this year, June 5th. It's called Here for the Kids Action. And what's happening is there is going to be a whole bunch of people going to Colorado to demand that the governor of Colorado, one, do an executive order banning guns, and two, implement a buyback program uh, that would basically allow folks to get paid for returning their guns. Mm -hmm. And this executive order would push Democrats to finally take real action to end End the gun violence nightmare. Okay, so I said all that. Mm -hmm. The other element of this is that it's really about white women going to Colorado to do this, put their bodies on the line, because people are asking, well, why is it only white women if black women's kids, you know, be using guns too? Because black women, one, have saved the world a million times over. Right. So let's start there. And also black women who are doing that work. Already. already. (laughs) And two, because if a bunch of black women show up in front of the governor's mansion or in front of the state house. Exactly. They are going to shut us down. And we have already seen examples of that. And we've already seen what happens when white women show up like on January 6th, nothing, Mm -hmm. nothing happens except for the truth that we can talk about like gun violence and the way that it's impacting black communities. And a lot of times I just feel like the white women, the white people, they don't acknowledge that until it's impacting their communities. Right. Right. And now it is impacting their communities. And I feel like it's, they should do a lot of the labor. I feel like black people have done a, done a lot of labor up <laughs> to this point historically. It's like, the least I could do is come to a little rally. Come to a little rally. And I know that people are like, well, I don't think we should get bitter guns and there shouldn't be a buyback program. You know what, y'all? You also don't have any other plans. You don't have any other ideas. Mm-hmm. And at, at, at this point, I'm just like, if people are going to actually try something, just just applaud them for trying something. Right. Y'all trying? Great. Because it's clear that the powers that be, like the politicians aren't doing the work. So if the people on the ground got solutions, I'm all for a solution. And this has worked in other countries. Okay. Okay. This has worked in Australia. This has worked in other in New Zealand. And this actually works in certain communities. So there's actually churches that do gun buyback programs in uh, some cities. I saw people talking about it on my Instagram. So I just want to let y'all know that so often y'all be thinking that things can't work simply because it hasn't been done here mm-hmm. or simply because you've just never, never seen, seen it, it done. And we have learned if you study history that, there's new things that happen all the time. Like there's new ideas, there's innovation, there's new pro- practice and progress that happens simply because someone had the courage to give it a shot. Yeah. So if you're listening and you are what I call a Hannah, which is a woman who just happens to be white uh, and you consider yourself a co-conspirator and you consider yourself someone who wants to see an end to gun violence and you want to be a part of that, then make sure you check it out. Go to Colorado on June 5th, Denver, Colorado with Here for the Kids action. If you want to learn more about Here for the Kids, go to hereforthekids.com. That's here for the number four, thekids.com and get more information on how you can be a part of this. 
Coming up next, we're going to talk about mental health. I mean, we're talking about guns. Right. We also, you know, the conversation always ends up getting derailed, but we're going to actually go on rail. Right. Talk about mental health because the designer, the rapper from Panda, 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 he checked himself into a mental health clinic. So we'll talk about that next on The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. What's cracking? It's The Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah Like the Bible, and uh, we got to continue on with some Black Your News. We do. So, rapper designer checked himself into a mental health center and canceled the performances after he was accused of exposing himself on a flight. So, the incident was reported to have occurred on a recent flight from New York to Los Angeles, and he's been charged with indecent exposure. Yikes. Yikes. Uh, well, there's also Kid Fury, right? Mm-hmm. Kid Fury just canceled. From the podcast three. Yes. Kid Fury from the podcast three. He just canceled their tour from, uh, Nor- I think they were supposed to start in Toronto this week. And he mm-hmm. put a message up on his page saying that he's canceling the tour because he just feels his mental health has not been where it needs to be. And that he actually said he's going to check himself in um, to a facility. You know, I don't know about you, but. Add to this, like Simone Biles saying, you know what, I'm going to sit out the Olympics because my mental health is also wonky and I'm about to end up like breaking my neck. Naomi Osaka saying, you know what, I need to pause for the cause. I feel like this is really a good sign, though. It sucks that these young people are dealing with mental health issues at this level. But I love to see that they are taking matters into their own hands and at least are supported enough to be able to say, I need to step away. Or at least not caring about support and doing it anyway. So I think sometimes too, you have to like, even when I think Naomi kind of talked about it, people were like, why would you step Yeah, but the who game? people? Well, people around like- I'm talking the, about the people in your circle. Okay, that's fair, that's fair. But even I think sometimes too, people do it begrudgingly. I don't think people always are like, we, we love the fact that you're taking a break from making this money. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of like, if the person is really diligent, it's like, I'm- taking a stance on this, you got to kind of like follow their lead, essentially. Well, you do. But I think the reason why we're seeing so many young people start doing things like this and and taking the stance is because the stigma around mental health Mm -hmm. has really genuinely started decreasing. Mm -hmm. Um, I think when we look at back in the day, even just like 10 years ago, the idea of the concept of mental health was more just kind of out there. You know, it It was was like a buzzword. Yes. And it was also associated, I think, more to like um, severe diagnoses, right? Like, like I dated you're bipolar, some, you have yes, schizophrenia. Schizophrenia. I dated somebody that was a paranoid schizophrenic. You know, like that's a real like. Okay, I can wrap my hands around it. Whereas sometimes it's just like depression, mm-hmm. and that's harder to diagnose because you're just like, well, everybody said. Well, specifically in the black community, where people were like, you tell your parents. I'm depressed. They said, take a nap. Depress them dishes. Go yeah. That. Depress that room. Camp that room. You'll be depressed. I always say, I had a full on breakdown at the reel while I was like literally sitting at a desk shooting a live show and no one knew. But you should have known because I only had three cornrows. And I will always come back to that. I had only three cornrows and a jacquard vest. But you pushed through. You you were able to get to the other side of it. And I think, and I think for you, part of your journey to this point was taking a break and stepping back from a space that was no. causing. No. You know no. what happened? Okay. A pandemic. What kind of forced you to? Correct. So <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It like, self-ejected you from the plane. Yeah. Like if there, if the pandemic had not happened, I don't know that I would have taken that break. Interesting. Okay. Because of exactly what you're saying. You're like, well, I already signed on for this. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I don't want to let these people down. I also just don't want, I don't want them to think that they could pull one over my eyes, et cetera. Like, mm-hmm. so there's a myriad of reasons why. Because when you're in a public eye too, that becomes conversation now. Mm-hmm. If you leave something, oh, this person left and because of mental health. Even if you tell them why. Right. They create a whole other narrative that's like, makes it worse. <laughs> Make sure it's yes. Because <laughs> now they lying on you. Right. And you're like, God damn, everybody hates me. So listen, this whole thing is very real and very serious. And I think it's really beautiful, though, to see that these brothers and sisters are taking their mental health into their own hands. And I hope that the people around them are supporting them and we should be supporting them, too. So shout out to designer. Let's, you know, shout out to designer and uh, Kid Fury. And we're all going to send out vibes for a speedy recovery. And it's everyone who's like dealing with mental health right now. Yes, 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 yes. Make sure that you support your friends and check on your strong friends. Mm -hmm. That is for Black Your News. That's it for Black Your News. Coming up next, we got our big up, big up. Letdown. here at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the big up letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. Big up, big up, let down. Big up, big up, let down. 
Hey y'all, this is the Amanda Seals Show, and it's your boy Jeremiah Like the Bible, and that's my girl Amanda Seals. And Amanda, it is now time for the big up. Let down. Yes, yes, y'all. It is a big up, big up to Meek Mill. Mazel tov. <laughs> Y'all, Meek Mill, our favorite rapper out of Philadelphia. Well, our second favorite after Black Thought. But uh, <laughs> he has vowed to fight anti-Semitism after visiting Auschwitz. Mm. Now, for those who don't know, Auschwitz was a concentration camp during the World War II Nazi era of Germany. And I don't know how Meek Mill ended up at Auschwitz, right, which right. I feel like is a very random detour for Meek Mill on a Germany trip. But... He went because he was with the Anti-Defamation League, which is a Jewish civil rights group, as part of their efforts to educate people about the Holocaust and its lessons. And uh, he said that on, a, on social media, he expressed his shock and sadness at the atrocities committed during the Holocaust. And he pledged to use his platform to promote unity and understanding. And uh, he said that this is a commitment to fighting anti-Semitism. And you know what? We must acknowledge that it is a reminder of the importance of standing up against hate in all its forms. Yes, right? yes, yes. Um, and we want to make sure that we are sharing these symbiotic relationships, right? So we want to... I know there was a lot of talk when Kanye was out here talking real crazy. There was a lot of talk about people saying, well, why were so many people loud when he was saying anti-Semitic things, but they weren't as loud when he was saying anti-Black things? Right. And I think that's what we need to see more of. We need to see everybody just as loud for all the wrong things, mm-hmm. right? So that is today's big up. Shout out to Meek Mill because he is like, you know what? In his dreams and nightmares, he is going to be fighting anti-Semitism. Yes, yes. Now today's down. goes to baby boy Tyrese. Ooh, what's Tyrese do now? Let's just listen. Attorney Benjamin Crump to join me. I'm asking Ambassador Andrew Young the ex-mayor of Atlanta, and one of my nearest beloved brothers and friends to meet me. I'm asking Martin Luther King III, my brother, to meet me in the courthouse. That's what I want. He wants this because he said he is not being judged fairly in the court system because he is being asked to pay $10,000 a month in child support. I mean, he got it. Bruh. You are in all the Fast and Furiouses. Fast and Furious 30. And I just think this is not a use for these brothers. Like, they've got other things going on. There's, like, real racial terrorism and tyranny going on in the nation that Martin Luther King III has to do. You know, Benjamin Crump is very, very, very busy. Uh, and you calling on... You're, you're like, I'm calling on my really, really good friend. Like, if you have to call on your really, really good friend on Instagram, then it's not really, really, your really good friend. Okay? Yeah. Andrew Young. But he's he's just silly sometimes, Tyrese. This is a silly use of people's time and his own time. And I really feel like the letdown comes from the fact that there's a lack of self-awareness here and the fact that this really isn't a civil rights issue. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is a you and your rights issue. And I want to understand why he's in this situation in the first place. And I think it may be having to do with, you know, he's constantly out here crying. (laughs) And I'm just like, if you want to hear crying, it must be a doozy to deal with you behind the scenes. It must be a doozy. What more do you want from me? <laughs> Why you gotta act <laughs> You're just a baby boy. <laughs> so Tyrese gets the... Let down. Sorry. But I tell you what, if she gets that 10000 a month, it's going to be a come up. Oh. All right. Hit me know, let me know your thoughts. 1855 Amanda 8. That's 1855-262-6328. This man really called on Benjamin Crump. What did that shake me? Benjamin Crump is over here dealing with Ralph Yarl. Benjamin Crump is over here dealing with the fact that all of these people across the nation are being racist and harming harming people and Tyrese said. But can you pit stop? Real quick, real quick. Can you pit stop in Tarzana? Because I got to go to the coat house and I need y'all to rock with me. A mess. We got more of the Amanda Seal show when we get back. What more do you want from me? Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. 
This is the Amanda Seal Show. This is Jeremy Like the Bible, and that is Amanda Seal. Yeah, that's what's up, y'all. Hi. We love that you guys listen to us all the time. We love that you call us. Check out our daily podcast everywhere. Podcasts are available. Also, when you call us and hit us up at one eight five five two six two six three two eight. And yesterday we talked about the arrest of Antonio Brown for not paying that child support. We did, and we just talked about Tyrese on the let down for crying. Well, for begging, begging, pleading. <laughs> for uh, our civil rights leaders of today to come and stand in the courthouse while he fights his $10,000 case. Mm -hmm. But people had a lot to say about Antonio. So let's check that out. Hi, Amanda. This is Novia. I called because I have three kids, okay? And I've had me and this guy, we were together for years. We agreed to have a baby or whatever. And... Now, my daughter is about to be nine months. And when I say this man has not bought pampers, wipes, medicine, no doctor's appointments, he has not contributed anything throughout this pregnancy or after the pregnancy and the baby is here. The man don't pick her up. She ain't spent not one night with him. He has not bought anything. He hasn't contributed. He don't call and be like, does she need anything or anything? So I am to the point where... I'm going to have to put the people in his life. I'm sorry. So, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But I don't think it's me. I think it's him. It's it, at this point, it's time. She said, I'm going to have to put the people in his life. We the people. She said they are not. She's got a baby for nine months. She said they decided to have this baby. Mm-hmm. But then he was gone the whole pregnancy. And now the baby's been born. Baby ain't seen the daddy yet. Let me just say this. Y'all got to stop falling for the okie doke when, when the guy like, baby, let's have this baby together and be there for you. Don't fall for that. Because is that really just a ploy for the raw dog? I don't know. I mean, I've heard people say... I'm having this baby because he said he's going to marry me. I'm doing all these things because, you know, he said this. All this he said, she say. And two, it's on some paperwork with a signed signature. That Even can take that. To, the, to the the people with an affidavit. <laughs> I'm not believing you. And having that baby? Uh-uh. But that's just my word of advice. Don't do it because. Well, I also wonder, like, were they together? You know, were they a mm-hmm. couple? Because mm-hmm. that's the other part. Like, she didn't mention that there was any kind of breakup, per se. Right. But it was like, we agreed to do this. And then he hasn't shown up. So, I don't know, y'all. I think people. I think it's just rough out here. And people also genuinely don't have a lot of responsibility and accountability. Like, I think that's just another thing. Right. Like, we're in the age of, like, I could do what I want. I can do better all by myself. I'm feeling selfish right now. At least you could do about some pampers, though. Some pampers. Bro, some wipes. I mean, that's just an Amazon gift list. A little like, That's just an Amazon wish list. Like, you don't even have to show up for that. That just shows up at the house. Right. Ooh. Don't be that. Don't be a deadbeat. Don't be a deadbeat mom. Don't be a deadbeat dad. Just, you know, you you made a person. You got to take care of the person. Take care of the people. And that's just the way the cookie crumbles. All right? And speaking of cookies crumbling, you can watch... Cookie Monster on Sesame Street with the person you created. See? <laughs> it all works out. All right, y'all. When we get back, we got Black Year News. That's right. Two major news anchors were fired in the same day. It's big news. Big news. We're going to talk about that next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Seals here with Jeremiah Like the Bible. What do we got mm-hmm. coming up this hour? Coming up this hour, Fox News fired Tucker Carlson and CNN fired Don Lemon. They looking for new jobs <laughs> on the NBA <laughs> right now. Also, Simone Biles met her husband on a dating app, but are people still using dating apps to find a true love? We're going to talk about that. Plus, Nas confesses he was a bad dad in a song. We're going to talk about that as well, because <laughs> that's a very interesting place to talk about your revelation of being a bad father. Listen, I didn't know the parenting made it to the raps, but it's a new day. We always say we want to talk about rap. We, we always say we want rappers to grow up in music. To evolve. So I guess that's what he had in his life now. This is it. This is it. All right. That's all happening when we get back. Now, if you want to make sure that you don't miss out on the Amanda Seals Show, then make sure you go to wherever you get your podcasts and type in the Amanda Seals Show. And if you are listening to us on the podcast right now and you want to see if you can check us out in the car, go to the AmandaSealShow.com and find out if we are syndicated in your city. All right. Because currently we're in seven cities and one of them might be yours. All right. There's all that. We got to listen, laugh and learn because it's the Amanda Seals Show. 
back here at the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah, like the Bible. And boy, when this news dropped yesterday on the internet, there was a bombshell. The people on the internet were going crazy, Amanda. When they find out that none other than Tucker Carlson was fired from Fox News. Hit the road, yeah. Hey! Don't you come back. No. Hey, 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 hey. Get out of here! Goodbye! Back no more. What you say? I gotta tell ya. I was overjoyed at this news. And don't get me wrong, of course, people are like, I don't know why y'all so happy. He gonna find somewhere else to be. Can y'all let anything good happen right. for just 5.2 seconds, please? Can we revel a little bit? Okay, so this is what happened. So Fox News said this past Friday was Tucker's last show, and the company says they agreed to part ways with him, not giving any further reason or context. But they said they thank him for his service to the network as a host and prior to Not that, thanking him for his service. Ooh, and child. also as a contributor. I mean, listen, he, I'm glad they say thank you for his service because <laughs> he was a, a, a soldier of war, right? Like he was trying to start a war mm -hmm. with his visibility on Fox News. And I think it's not said enough that media is king. Mm -hmm. It's very easy to try and say like, oh, he's just a reporter or he's just a pundit, et cetera. Like what, what effect does he have? But we just saw where Ralph Yarl's shooter's grandson said, my father, my, my grandfather was just constantly watching Fox news and it was building up his paranoia. Mm -hmm. It was creating concepts in his mind of people are going to harm him that are of different races, that are immigrants, et cetera. And then he acted on it. Right, right, So right. it's no small thing, y'all, that someone like Tucker Carlson is given a platform and it is a big deal when it's removed. And yes, there may be somebody else that's put in this place that we need to fight once upon a time it was Bill O'Reilly, mm -hmm. right? You got Rush Limbaugh, you got Alex Jones, you got these people who have these platforms that are constantly spewing hatred and lies Lies. Lies that not only are heard by their listeners, but they're acted on. Right, right. Now, we was all like, oh my goodness, with this. And mm -hmm. then, boom, there was another bombshell. Kicking in the dark, waving the faux faux. Don Lemon said he's out at CNN, y'all. Listen, y'all. After 17 years, Don, first of all, Don came to the internet with this one. He came, yesterday on Monday, he said, I was informed this morning by my agent that I have been terminated by CNN. I am stunned. After 17 years at CNN, I would have thought that someone in management would have the decency to tell me directly. I'm stunned that after 17 years, he's stunned. <laughs> Like, I just don't know why people be surprised that these people be acting the way these people been acting. Yeah. And I'm also stunned that he's stunned because we're not stunned. We've been hearing in the in the little TMZs and the page sixes that they wasn't rocking with Don mm -hmm. for the past how many months? Some people he should have like known. Bigger. He should have known when they moved him to mornings that yeah. this was a runway to the end. They moved that time slot. But I think some people think they're like bigger than the network too. Like they can't. Mm. I'm no one coming to see you, Otis. I'm bigger than the group. You and your uh, David Ruffin. Listen, here's your deuces. I mean, text message. Do I look like I got a phone? Like that's <laughs> what we don't want to happen. We don't want a five heart speed situation to happen. Humility is very important. You always got to remember where you at. You know mm. what I'm saying? You always got to mm. remember where where you at in the world. Like I had to say the other self to, the other day to myself. Like maybe I don't think you popping the way you think you popping. And it's important because even if you are popping the way that you think you're popping, if you exercise some humility, you can keep yourself on track from, you know, just kind of turning down stuff that may be actually like really good for you mm -hmm. or, you know, just getting in your own way. And I think sometimes folks just let this 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 game, let these Internet soup them up so much that they forget this was never your job. This was never your place. It was the job they gave you. And CNN did say that. Basically, Don Lemon was, was capped. They said that didn't happen when he said. They said he offered him opportunity to meet with management, but instead he released a statement on Twitter. Listen, I am sure that the, that the, that the reason he was fired was probably ridiculous. Like, I'm not, none of that is, is a surprise to me. Right. We've seen CNN going in a weird direction for quite some time, mm -hmm. right? That being said, we also are losing another black face on on the evening news mm -hmm. and i hope that whoever he's replaced with is going to come through with integrity and that is going to come through with a voice of knowledge and a journalism degree 
And with that, we are going to move on. Coming up next. Coming up next, y'all. Simone Biles met her man and got married. All of a dating app. But are people still on dating apps? Finding love? We're going to talk about that next on The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's The Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals here, joined by... Jeremiah Like the Bible. And we got to get into some black urine news for you. Uh, Jeremiah Like the Bible. Are we going to talk about love? We are, because congratulations are in order for U.S. gymnastics star Simone Biles <laughs> and her NFL <laughs> hubby from the Houston, Texas safety, Jonathan Owens. They're marrying now. Official tissue. But that's not the thing about this, though. <laughs> okay, so we're giving them their props. Bring right. on a finger. Shout Let's do it. Y'all. Great job. The interesting thing that people were like caught up on about this was that they met on a dating app called Raya in March 2020. You know what? I actually got on Raya too in March of 2020, Ooh. but I ended up spending the block with someone I already knew. Oh, dang. <laughs> well, she got a ring. You spent the block. So, you know. Well, here's the thing. A lot of people are not rocking with the dating apps no more. No. Since not. 2020. I feel like it's not. I think like in 2020, people still were. Right. I think pre-2020, people were kind of like, eh, iffy. 2020 was all in the house. Like, okay, let's get, let's try it again. Let's try it again. But since then, people are like... Everybody on the, on the dating apps don't really want love. It's toxic. It's just a bunch of foolishness. So much so that people are like returning back to the quote unquote old fashioned way of finding love. So we want to give you all a list of some places where you could possibly go looking for love that yes. we have noticed that people are frequenting. Mm-hmm. So if you are looking for a Mr. Fix-It, yes. you know, somebody that's handy with the tinkering and tankering of things, maybe you need to find yourself lost in the aisles of Home Depot. You got to go early though. Spend your day early, get you a tall frappuccino <laughs> that can keep you up and at it. And, you know, just find yourself in the aisles of Home Depot and, and take a gander and ask the right person, hey, I'm looking for the gaskets. <laughs> I don't know. That's actually more of a pet boys question. <laughs> I'm looking for, do you know where I can find a hacksaw? Voila. Listen. If someone asked me at Home Depot, I'm like, what do you know what a hacksaw? <laughs> I would be so curious. But you see what? You we just started a conversation. Right, we, started a conversation. we just started a conversation. See, right, see, right, see. Right. All right. Where else you going? Where else they going? We're looking for, you know, a glam girl, a mm, it girl. Yes. The Sephora, the Ulta. Yes. Hit it up, go in there looking for some skincare, some perfumes yeah. or whatever. Be like, oh, Colognes. Colognes. You might bump into somebody, you know. And listen, we got Mother's Day coming up, so oh. you can go in there. And I know some of y'all is like, I can't go in there because they're going to think I'm gay. And it's like, look, go in there with your best. I am a masculine, <laughs> not talking to toxic masculine outfit on. And tell whoever you find, whoever you find like interesting, you know, let them know I'm looking for something for my mom. Right. You got to tell your mom, though, because it can be tricky. Like, are you here for another girl? Why are you in here? That could, that could be a little tricky. Yeah, you got to really lead really clearly with, I have no other love right. interests, right. but I love my mama, but I'm not a mama's boy. That part. <laughs> Where else, Amanda? Where else can somebody meet somebody? Well, the word on the street is that if you're looking for somebody with a couple dollars, all right, if you're looking for somebody that's got a little bit of money in the bank, you can find them at a hotel bar. Ooh, okay, that's a good one. But be careful they don't mistake you for an escort. Oh yeah, you don't want to go. You want to leave in handcuffs now. You listen, and there's certain places where that's like a really normal thing. Like in DC, that's where people meet. Oh my escorts. god, you're absolutely right. Politicians, ooh. yeah, that's so. how the opening of West Wing starts. <laughs> Look at you. So you got to be mindful. Maybe do some reconnaissance like, hey, like, is is this a, is this an escort type hotel right, bar, right, et cetera. Right. But ultimately, you know, it's a bar. It's a place where people are chilling. They're relaxed. And I think it's a different kind of bar than like a dive bar, per mm-hmm. se. Right. But there's still alcohol in the mix, which gets people more willing to be chitty chatty. All right, Amanda. Let's just hypothetically, I'm looking for somebody that's like for the people. Right. Pro black. You know, they might have a dashiki. They hmm. got a, maybe an afro, some shea butter babies. Okay. Where should I go? And they got a degree? Uh, definitely a degree. I need a degree. Baby, then you got to take them to none other than. Smart Bunyan. Oh, okay. You trying to get you a sister that's about the people and also has a really good sense of humor mm-hmm. and also knows how to have a good time. Babe, you got to go to a Smart Funny and Black show. Okay, okay. And this is not something I'm just saying just to promote. Like, people have told me, like, I met my partner. I met my wife. Like, I met my friends at a Smart Funny and Black show. Have you ever had a Smart Funny and Black proposal happen? I have never had a Smart Funny and Black proposal yet happen. And I really would love for that to happen at a Smart Funny and Black show. I mean, what a place for Black love to take right, place, right, right? right? Come in there. 
Tell the person you want to marry that man. We'll bring you on stage. We'll sing some type of R&B song that works for this. We can pull a Jodeci one out the hat. Do you believe in love? Uh, I mean, we can do it. You might see actually Casey and JoJo actually pop up. You never know. (laughs) (laughs) Time is slipping away from me. That is my favorite video clip to put anywhere at the end of anything. Time. So if you want to perhaps catch yourself in the midst of a smartphone and black proposal or Find somebody to propose to. Get your tickets to Smart Funny in Black in Los Angeles on May 18th at AmandaSeals.com. Get your tickets at AmandaSeals.com. All right. We got Wayne Brady versus Jaleel White. It's two black icons. Mm-hmm. And they are going to be playing games that I have created that test our knowledge of black culture, black history, and the black experience. We also got our live band, The Clapbacks. We also got y'all doing the electric slide in the middle of the show. We're singing Lift Every Voice and Sing. We're laughing. We're joking. It's just a whole full-time black experience that I say is a cross between a revival, a family reunion, and an, an HBCU, HBCU homecoming. homecoming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You put all that together and that's where you want to be. Get your tickets at amandaseals.com. All right. When we get back, we uh, we wrapped up Black Heart News, but we we got to talk about Nas. Mm-hmm. Confessing being a bad dad. On a song. But you know what? Instead of us talking about it, we're we going to bring somebody in. Really? Yeah, we're going to bring somebody in. Okay. We got to bring in my good friend, MC Checkaho, all the way from New York City to chime in on this. Because when it, talks, when it, when it has to do about being a good dad, ain't nobody a better dad than Checkaho. So we're going to get into that when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. What's up, beautiful people? This is Jeremy Like the Bible. And this is the Amanda Seals Show. And I'm not joined by Amanda Seals this break, but more on that later. First, we got to talk about this new thing with Nas where he confessed to being a bad father on a new song. And now usually Amanda will join me for this segment to talk about this, but we had to bring in an expert, a fellow New York native, MC Checkahoe. What's good, what's good, what's good, what's good, everybody out there in Amanda Seals World Show Land. It's your man's MC Checkaho. And I'm here, you know what I'm saying? Jeremiah, like the Bible, thank y'all for calling me in. Yo, y'all know I'm a Nas fan, all right? Because I'm a hip hop head to the fullest. I'm a New York, you know what I'm saying? A New Yorkian. We all know that New York is its own nationality. But your man, Nas, was out here talking about he feel bad that he wasn't a good father. Mm-hmm. But he did it on a record. Yeah. And that was a whole different thing to me. So I wanted to put this on blast real quick. Your man's is on Swiss Beats Hip Hop Volume 2, Hip Hop Fitty Volume 2. The song is called Runaway. Let's 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 just hear a lyric real quick. Let's hear a lyric real quick. So well, probably was a bad father to my firstborn, love of the death. But I ain't been home since my first song provided for. But money can't replace a father for. Her. Plus, I got a son blessed with kids, yeah, man, I adore him. And I was sure I was gonna leave his life too fast. All right, all right, all right. Your man's Nas is on the record, and he's talking about, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't there for my daughter when I was supposed to be there. I was on the road, blah, da, bling, blah, da, boom. And he's putting it on the record. Now, my concern first and foremost is like yo your daughter even know you feel this way before you put it on wax right you know right. what i'm saying like is he just like blah it's out here and now she's somewhere like yo pop what's good like we couldn't have gone to therapy for this first like mm-hmm. i feel like that may be a little extraneous on the god's part you feel me gotcha, but gotcha. the reality is the bigger conversation here is how do you be a good father to your child particularly your daughter all right got it okay okay so <laughs> if you gonna be a good father to your daughter all right first and foremost you gotta be a listener, B. Okay. Especially now, the girls is talking crazy. They on the TikToks. They learning about all types of stuff that you didn't really know about even until now. Right. I agree. I agree. What else? That's one. Two. Quality time. Quality time, B. Let me tell you all, a lot of fathers out here like, yo, just as long as I'm there, what's the problem? Mm-hmm. B. 
B, if you in the room, in the living room, watching football and basketball, and the daughter is in her room watching Bratz Dolls on YouTube, y'all ain't spending quality time, B. All right? Y'all ain't spending quality time. Quality means it's high level. Also, and I know some some fathers is not in touch with their masculinity enough to partake in these type of situations, but you gotta be willing to get your fingernails painted. You gotta learn how to make a ponytail go up. Yeah. Last but not least, and perhaps possibly quite maybe the most important fans. Demonstrate for your daughter. How she should be treated by other men's be. Very important. Very important. All right. Particularly them understanding that, yo, I'm not your romantic interests. But if you see me with my romantical interests, that's an indicator of how you should be treated by your romantical interests. Mm-hmm. So that's what I got to say. Nas, you know what I'm saying? You out there, you keeping it a buck with how you feel, but hopefully you and your daughter going to patch that up, you know what I'm saying? Like a quilt created by makers of quilts in the South during the slavery times when they was charting paths to freedom. Let that be the path you all are charting to freedom from the way that you feel and the sadness that you feel about how you didn't show up. I know that was a long route to get to that point but yeah i'm saying sometimes it's just the poetics take over me it's your man's mc check a hole yo yo jeremiah like the bible you doing your thing up here my b you doing your thing son i appreciate it and i gotta let amanda know you stopped by yeah you know, should be back for our next segment how yeah. black do we feel to get yeah man get. yo my dude i rock with you i rock with you shout out to everybody out there the amanda seal show make sure that you keep it locked right here she gonna be right back don't go nowhere the amanda seal show we we up, we up. Hello, beautiful people on the airwaves. This is the Amanda Seals Show. And this is Jeremiah Like the Bible, joined by Amanda Seals. And Amanda, it is now time to find out. How black do you feel today? How black do you feel today, Amanda Seals? How black do I feel today? Um, You know what? I feel... Obama just won the election in 2008, Black. Oh, oh, eight. That was a time. That was a time. Okay, like, that was really, like, just a moment of exuberance that I had never experienced before, particularly related to politics. Mm-hmm. And again, I cannot stress enough that I'm sure there will be another Tucker Carlson. I'm sure there'll be another <laughs> whatever. But, like, I'm just so glad that he's having a bad day. You know, I'm just so glad that he is not going to be on that particular platform because whatever other platform he's on, is not going to be as big as that. It's not. No. And so that's what I'm feeling today. I just want to enjoy the joy for as long as I can until we got to deal with the next fight at hand or the next idiot at hand that is coming behind him. <laughs> that's how black I feel today. How about you, Jeremiah, like the Bible? How black do you feel today? I feel as black as illusion mesh. That does not match your skin tone. <laughs> because it's prom. It's prom season. It's prom season. <laughs> and the folks on the TikTok have been writing these prom outfits. And Ooh. I can't say too much because I did come from the era of like, you know, prom. When prom was real regular degular. Yeah, it's when prom was like JCPenney and Dylan. Right, right. You get a rental, a rental tuck. Yeah, you put it together. But some of these new outfits, sometimes you gotta keep it simple. Keep it simple. There's a lot of pageantry. A lot honey. of feathers this season. Yes, feathers has definitely been the season. But you know what? I do appreciate it. I don't know about the pictures that you saw, but I feel like at least the boobies were a little more tucked this season. Well, they were, but when that's tucked, something else is out. So it's oh, like they okay. said, we're gonna cover this up, but I'm gonna give you my whole thigh. The whole thigh. Uh, the whole and maybe the thigh on both sides. You never really know. Oh. So you know, shout out to all the prom goers. <laughs> I saw a guy in a men's warehouse trying to get his his tux, and a man was like, "So when's your prom?" He was like, "Next week." And a man's man was like, "Um, how, how um, are we gonna put this how together? We gonna put this together because they have to uh, alter it, right?" Well, not even that's to order it first, so it can come in. Oh, I thought altered. it was already there. No, he was buying his tux the week before. That's not gonna work, player. He' about to show up in basketball <laughs> shorts to prom. <laughs> Oh man, that I love Black Prom though. I love I do, it. I, do. I really do. I love y'all having a great time. And you know, during the pandemic, people can go to prom. I just felt sorry for everybody who had to miss out on their prom yeah. in the pandemic. So I'm glad to see we're back 
in the prom streets. All right. Well, when we get back next hour, what do we got coming up? We got some our favorite new segment. Politicians say the darndest thing. Mm. We also have some 60 second headlines. Plus your big up let down. All that and more coming up next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Amanda Seals here with my co-host Jeremiah Like the Bible. We got to give some birthday shout outs for this April 25th, 2023. Actor Al Pacino. Uh, Scarface. Okay, I was like, that guy. My oh birth, my God. Yeah, it's both. It's both? Okay. <sighs> I haven't seen either of those movies. You haven't seen, you've never seen Scarface? That's not really my genre of film. You've never seen The Godfather? Interesting. Interesting. I want to watch it for the sake of like. I was like, like, you're a filmmaker yeah. though. Like you appreciate like good cinema. Right. But I'm just saying it's like the, the mob, you know, all of that type stuff. Man, Frodo, not Frodo. What was his brother's name? I can't remember. But it was a real serious I'll situation. I'll check it out this weekend. <laughs> okay. Also, actress Renee Zellweger, uh, former NBA player Tim Duncan, and one of my favorite musicians of all time, Elton John, was born on this day in 1947. 47. My mom is 1947. 47. Yes. Woo. 76, baby. But Benny and the Jets. Well, I saw people, people act like racism was so long. Not racism, but like. Uh, the civil rights era was so long ago. Jim Crow, et cetera. Like Elton John's born 1947, guy. There you go. And that should sum it up for you real quick. What do we got coming up this hour? Well, let me sum it up for you real quick. Coming All up right. this hour, we got politicians say the darndest things. Also, we have our 60 second headlines just in case you missed any of them. Plus, the big up, let down. All that coming up next right here on the Amanda Seals Show. Now, y'all know that I absolutely talked about Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon. And if you missed it, then you got to go wherever you get your podcast and check out the Amanda Seals Show on podcast. I'm sorry you missed it. But you know what? We taking care of you. We taking care of you. You can still listen. OK. And you can do that all the time because our radio show is always available wherever you get your podcast. All right. It's time to listen, laugh and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. And it's time for... Politicians say the darndest things. Amanda, today's politician that joins us for this lovely segment is none other than Bernie Marino. He's 56 years old and he is a U.S. Senate hopeful. And he had to say this on reparations. They make it sound like America is a racist, broken country. You name a country that did that, that freed slaves, died to do that. You know, they talk about reparations. What are the reparations for the people that are ignored? Who died to save the lives of black people. That's right. The, okay. <laughs> this is why we have to teach history. Ooh. This man want to run for the U.S. Senate. That is a position in the U.S. government. And he said, what about reparations for the people of the North that died to save black people? Y'all don't even what understand. <laughs> the Union soldiers did not die to save black people. Mm-hmm. So first of all, let's start there. Black people actually joined the Union. That part. <laughs> to save the Union. Mm-hmm. Because the only reason that they were even granted their freedom was because the Union was losing. And they were like, all right, well, if you all come and fight with us, I guess you're going to be free. Mm-hmm. Here, nigga, damn. Okay, that's what they did. So get your facts right. And also just the concept of why aren't we giving reparations to to Americans who died in the Civil War? Actually, they did give reparations after the Civil War. Mm-hmm. They gave reparations to slave owners, y'all. Mm-hmm. They gave reparations to slave owners because they were like, I know y'all don't get to have your slaves no more. So we're going to give y'all some money as an exchange for not having your slaves no more. Andrew Johnson. You know who doesn't get reparations? Black the slaves! Uh, yeah, yes! <laughs> <laughs> yes, and there absolutely needs to be real active measures made for black people getting their reparations. Now, I know at present we are dealing with a fascist government that absolutely that doesn't even want to see us like pulled over without dying, let alone wants to give us money for the errors and the um, continued, by the way, the continued practice of harming black people. Because right. reparations isn't just about slavery. It's about correcting harm. Well, there was like this whole thing that came out. I actually saw this on TikTok where two thirds of American people felt like black people should not get reparations because they felt like one, 
black people are treated fairly <laughs> in society. Mm. And another one was the fact that they felt like there was no money amount you could put on reparations. Try. <laughs> Try. But the one thing about that, the guy who did the study was like, actually, we have a study from the economist who, who drafted a number for you guys. So this, <laughs> this is a working figure to start with. The fact that they're saying there's no number that you can put on it when actually there was a number put on it. We were auctioned off for money. Listen, talk about it. Listen, that's another edition of... Politicians say the darndest things. Coming up next, we have some 60-second headlines and plus the big up letdown on The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, y'all, you are here at The Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. And me and Jeremiah, like the Bible, are about to drop you some 60-second headlines. We got 60 seconds to give you some things that you might have missed. Hit it! So, story one. A Houston-bound Southwest flight to Atlanta was delayed last week after a flight attendant allegedly refused to allow the plane to take off unless a passenger cleaned up a pile of rice in the aisle. Southwest said, we will not be outdone by spirits. <laughs> All right, next story. A former Minnesota police officer, Kim Potter, has been released from prison after only serving 16 months of her two-year sentence for fatally shooting Dante Wright. If it's any consolation, I saw her latest mugshot and it looked like she'd been having a time in prison. Oh, yes, I I saw that as well. Story number three. The Texas State Senate on Thursday voted 17 to 12 in favor of SB 1515, which would mandate that the Ten Commandments be displayed in every public school classroom. So the same state where the governor is trying to pardon somebody for killing is about to put up in the classrooms, thou shalt not kill. Explain it to me. I wish I could, but I can't explain this to you. Our last story in 60 Second Headlines, 50 Cent is going to develop a TV series about the sports agent Nicole Lynn. We gave her a Black Joy story a few days ago. Wow! Nicole Lynn, of course, is the agent that got uh, Jalen Hurts the biggest NBA deal of all time. Mm -hmm. This is super dope, and I love to see that 50 is actually branching out to do a story about a sister that has nothing to do with drugs. (laughs) That's been your 60 Second Headlines. When we get back, we got the big up let down. Don't go anywhere. It's the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Y'all, it's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah like the Bible. We about to check on out of here. We talked about a lot of things today, man. We talked about how the View host said that Christians be the meanest on the internet. We agree. <laughs> we talked about how Meek Mill vows to fight anti-Semitism after visiting Auschwitz. We also talked about, of course, Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon losing their jobs. And we talked about, you know what? If y'all are tired of being on these dating apps, we've got some ideas of places where you can find love. Okay. And last but not least, my man's MC Checkaho checked in to talk about what it means to be a good father after hearing Nas admit that he wasn't a good father. So make sure you stick around and uh, catch all of that on the podcast since you missed it today. Wherever you get your podcast, all you got to type in is The Amanda Seals Show and you can check out our latest episodes. What do we got coming up tomorrow? Coming up on Wednesday's show, obviously we have some more Blackier news, plus your big up letdown. We'll clip this whole story about the Biden administration announcing their plan to charge those with good credit, higher interest rates than those with lower credit scores. I'm going to just start by telling y'all it's not Biden's administration. <laughs> so let's start there. Carry on. Thank you. Thank you. So that's coming up and more tomorrow on the Amanda Seal Show. All right. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Everyone stay safe, y'all. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.